0: When someone becomes an organ donor, it's usually because they have uh, had an injury that's led to them being what we call brain brain dead. There's different ways to be dead. If your heart stops, um, that's one way. But the other is uh, with a with a head injury or a stroke or some kind of event that has led to to a temporary which we refer to as brain death. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that can be organ donors because the organs are still, at least for a while, still alive, and um, and we can take those. So it's a, it's really a gift of life that someone can decide in advance, uh, register uh, to be a, a donor. It's actually evolved over the years. So it used to be something that was a decision left to the family members, and that would be a difficult decision sometimes for mm. for family members who, you know, aren't so sophisticated nowadays, you know, we can register in advance uh, to be a donor and then uh, the decisions made hmm. um by the person who's donating. Um That's right. So that it, it, it it's uh it's a gift of life and and one that uh has uh, can in some some cases save multiple lives, heart, a liver, two kidneys, a pancreas, um, you know and there's there's a lot more to it than than just the the organs as well other tissues so it's a it's a big uh, a big thing something that everyone should think about and and reflect on i suppose before something bad happens
1: <laughs> can i ask you about tylenol and oxycontin do these drugs damage the liver
0: so um narcotics by themselves don't um uh, tylenol if if it's taken and and then large quantities uh, can injure the liver. Um, it's pretty avoidable. Um, mm-hmm. If your liver's damaged, damaged, uh, it can take less Tylenol to do that. But mm-hmm. that's usually something that uh, leads to uh, an acute problem, a, a sudden liver failure as opposed to more of a chronic condition. So taking, taking Tylenol in the prescribed way is something that's perfectly safe. Uh, it's a little bit different in in children. the the, the window of therapeutic window is a little bit uh, narrower and it can be less safe, I suppose. But for adults, um, if they don't take too much. It's fine. Uh,
1: Before I let you go, I got one last question. Teach us a little bit about how long someone can live after a liver transplant. What really must make you feel so good when someone comes back to see you years? after having someone else's liver in their body tell us about how long they last and tell us about some patients of yours that have really gone on to do beautiful things after their transplant
0: so at work uh the day before yesterday i got into the elevator and you know we all have masks on nowadays but mm-hmm. the gentleman that was on the elevator said dr calhoun i had my liver transplant 18 years ago Oh my i'm God. doing pretty good <laughs> Wow! i didn't really recognize him but You know, one of the more common questions is how how long can someone live with with a liver transplant? And it's different for every organ. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the statistics are different. But the longest surviving uh, transplant recipient at any particular transplant program is someone from the very first year. Wow. So we have patients uh, that are, you know, I I have patients that keep in touch with me. They're 20. Five and Jeez. plus years out, and little little babies that can get transplanted and can die of old age. It, the big issue is the recurrence of diseases yeah. um, if they if they happen, or you know if someone goes back to drinking. Um, but if you don't have those problems, then then that organ can serve that patient for
1: a long time. You know, Stephen Calhoun. I've been at Cedars my whole career, thirty-two years. It's just a building. But what makes it so special for me, what makes me so proud to work there are the surgeons and doctors that populate, nurses that populate the building. And you are a big reason why I'm so proud to work (laughs) at Cedars. Thank you so much for making time to be with us. We know how busy you are. It's just great for people to get to hear you speak about a disease that... People like you can fix. It's just a miracle, I and mean, you make miracles happen all the time. Thanks so much for making time to be with us.
0: Well, my pleasure my honor to, to talk <laughs> with you today. Thank you very much.
1: All right, God bless you. Have a all great right. day today. That's the great Dr. Stephen Calhoun. All right, Warriors, I can feel the vibrations coming out of the lines because they're all lit up. It's almost like my phone got a little bit bigger while I'm here. I'm looking forward to talking to all of you, and don't forget, i got to tell you, where the best old-fashioned chocolate-covered donut is because it looks like cirrhosis when you compare it to a normal chocolate donut. Hell no. It's an example. It's a clapper vision for liver disease. Not that it causes liver disease. It causes happiness. And the place to get it, I'll tell you next. Coming up next on The Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. Clap man. Weekend warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision.
0: Breathe deeply.
1: And advice to callers.
0: On your toes, Robin.
1: So like, follow, and enjoy a wise decision. The Weekend Wear Facebook page.
0: Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating.